As a show note, I now realize that the name of the book is A Madman Tale, and not A Madman's Tale, as I said several times in the cast. Apologies to the creators. My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. I've been away longer than usual because I wanted my next episode to feature a guest, and I have yet to find that guest. I did want to put up a quickie, though. I probably should have shared this as a blog post, but I don't have a blog, so... Anyone who knows me, and at this point anyone who has read more than a couple of my social media posts, know that I'm a comic book fan. I started reading them at an early age. They helped cultivate my enjoyment of reading. They helped cultivate my appreciation for creativity. So I don't follow any books on the regular in the modern time, but I do periodically buy collections of back issues or single stories that get solid press. So, yes, I love comic books, and I love seeing people take on creative ventures. An industry friend of mine, New York comedian, actor, writer, publisher, podcaster, recording artist, Corey Marshall, has recently taken on a new endeavor with another stand-up cohort from the long, long ago, Marquise Jeter. Two issues strong, the webcomic A Madman's Tale, which I'm sure is a play on one of Corey Marshall's stage appellations, is an anthology-style book in the vein of Black Mirror or The Twilight Zone. The writer's aim is to present allegorical stories exploring the modern zeitgeist in a paranormal wrapper, providing the proverbial spoonful of sugar that makes the reality more palatable. So the concepts with which we are starting are strong. I also like the use of Nyack, New York as a center of paranormal activity. Nyack is for Corey Marshall as Essex County, Massachusetts was for H.P. Lovecraft. So I'm looking at the second issue, Unidentified Lies, in which we explore profiling and both the press and the indoctrinated individual as the mouthpieces of systemic corruption and the mechanisms of systemic control. Once again, strong ideas. But before I talk about the second issue, I'd like to say that I really enjoyed the first issue. It followed through well on its concepts, and while the climax was underdeveloped, the story worked well. For Unidentified Lies, though, that underdeveloped nature kind of carries through the story. I had to read it through a few times to catch the flow, and the final act felt like it was just the last page. Now, this may be the nature of horror anthology storytelling, but for me, I find it a bit unsatisfying. I think this could be resolved with either 40-page issues or having each story be told over two issues, but I'm in no way saying that I'm not on board with these stories. These are still quality indie comic productions, the characters so far have a variety of authentic voices, and the social issues presented in the text and the subtext are things with which I am personally interested. The visual aesthetic is appropriate for the medium. In the words of my son, they look really good. Although in the latter half of issue number two, the pencils go a little Dennis Cowan. Now for a black and white book, Dennis Cowan's style is perfect. And so in the future, I think they should consider leaning into this aesthetic. So yeah, I recommend A Madman's Tale. It is outside of my experience with comics, because outside of manga, I have never stopped to read a non-superhero comic book. As an art form, there is so much potential in his quest to touch every form of public expression in existence, Corey is doing something special here. Something that is sitting on pure potential. So I'll drop a link in the episode notes, but if you'd like to check out A Madman's Tale, their website is umiversecomics.com. Enjoy, and... Thanks for listening.